welcome to the Relationship Recovery Podcast, hosted by Jessica Knight, a certified life coach who specializes in narcissistic and emotional abuse. This podcast is intended to help you identify manipulative and abusive behavior, set boundaries with yourself and others, and heal the relationship with yourself so you can learn to love in a healthy way. Hello, and thank you for being here, as always. Today, I'm going to talk about trauma bonding. I posted something on my Instagram recently that was the definition of trauma bonding. This is what it read. Trauma bonding is a misplaced loyalty where a victim is emotionally bonded with their abuser and finds themselves unable to leave an unhealthy relationship. The victim remains loyal to someone who has betrayed them time and time again. I had a few people comment on that post saying, so what's the next step? I was looking for this answer also. And so I wanted to take some time to talk about what it takes to heal through a trauma bond. Before I dive into that, I want to be very clear. It is very important to have a support system when you are healing from a trauma bond because the outside world, people that have not experienced it, usually don't understand. People that have gone through abusive or narcissistic relationships do understand because leaving that person feels like cutting off your right arm. I say that all the time, that leaving the relationship felt like cutting off my left hand. I have done episodes on what a trauma bond is, but I wanted to take a second to just talk about What are some signs of a trauma bond? And I just, I want to give you the freedom that if you are wondering if you're in a trauma bonded relationship or not, to stop second guessing and questioning. If you feel like you are, you are. Here are some signs. There's a power imbalance. One person in the relationship might hesitate to leave the toxic relationship due to the power their abuser holds over them. It could be financial. It could be emotional. It could be your children, but when you look through every situation, one person has the power. Another sign is that nobody approves of the relationship in your life or that you don't feel comfortable talking about it. If your social circle doesn't understand, doesn't respect, doesn't get your relationship, of course, there are always times where it could just be their shit coming up. But if it's consistent across the board, that's something that you should look at and really ask yourself, is this unhealthy? You might be justifying poor treatment or making excuses or taking accountability for the abuser's actions. Others in your life may not know what to do, so they may push to end the relationship. But if you're trauma bonded, you know how hard that is. So the sign is that if you are feeling like everybody in your life has a view of this relationship that is negative, that they're worried about you, and seek to leave it. You also may conceal negative emotions. You may hide negative emotions and only release them when you're alone. When you are trauma bonded, people typically experience these emotions, but they don't want anybody, particularly the abusive person, to know that they have them and to know that they feel them. So all those moments that you're alone, which for some of us might not be many, you may be really feeling those emotions and releasing them in any way that you can. You also might feel indebted to the abuser. So Narcissists often make their partner or the other individual, the victim, 
feel that they're indebted so that they can establish control. So for example, if you made a mistake in the relationship in the past, it may be held over your head to make you feel ashamed forever and that you'll never actually be able to make it up to them. There is no forgiveness. There is no moving on and moving through. You might also experience a loss of identity. When somebody is trauma bonded, their focus shifts to meeting their abuser's needs. In many cases, to not be abused, which is when we enter the fawn response. And we just continuously seek to learn their approval. It's no longer about our approval. A few other signs might be that you cover up and make excuses for the behavior. The relationship continuously moves at a fast pace. You believe the mistreatment is your fault or that you deserve it. The individual is constantly gaslighting you and manipulating you and doesn't even let you say, this feels like gaslighting. This feels like manipulation. They tell you that you're wrong. And you feel isolated from the people that you care about. And so what do we do, right? You're listening to this. You're like, okay, I understand. I am trauma bonded. I'm using this moment to tell myself I am absolutely trauma bonded and I want to get out of it, but I'm still freaking stuck. So trauma bonds are difficult to break, but it's not impossible. And I have broken them. You do need a support system. I know I mentioned that earlier because when you go through this, it's going to feel like hell. It's going to feel like breaking a cocaine addiction. And I don't say that lightly. There are research studies that literally compare this to breaking a heroin addiction. So here are some ways you can begin to break the addiction. And I'm going to talk about it in stages in some way. You need to begin to separate yourself from the relationship, which I know is challenging. And I'm not saying just no contact and leave. I'm saying boundaries. On my website, there's an $18 course It's called a boundaries deep dive, and it literally teaches you how to set a boundary with an abuser. It's roughly short in comparison to some of the other stuff I put together, and it walks through what that looks like. And the purpose of it is that you begin to take space. You have mental space. You have a mental break. You are able to start to put pieces together because when you're constantly gaslit, you can't think. And so this will allow you to start to think. You can use my course as a resource to get there, or you can start setting boundaries. My course is available at emotionalabusecoach.com. But regardless, it does mean just setting up ways that you can get that space. And so it could be even just really using like time in the morning or your drive to work or creating some time outside of work to begin to really think for yourself and to even journal about what's happening. One of my favorite activities to tell people is to begin to ungaslight yourself, write down what actually happened and write down their response. And as you do that, it will really help you just begin to see what is real and hold yourself to that perspective. You also need to ask yourself who you can be vulnerable with. And for many of us, it's not a lot of people, especially if you're going through something like this, there may be only one person, two people that understand. So you might even want to share some information about trauma bonding with that specific person or those few specific people and tell them that this is what you feel like you're in and you're trying to break it which means that you're going to need a lot of support. I work with people that are breaking a trauma bond and a lot of it is validation and really going through the things that are happening and helping them respond to the abuser differently. Without that support, you're going to feel like you're alone on an island. You also really, really want to begin to practice self-care, even if you're still in the relationship and especially if you're still in the relationship. You want to Make sure that you're getting some exercise in. You definitely want to journal. You want to journal about what's happening. You want to journal about how you're feeling. You want to journal about what you want. 
You want to be around people and community. You do want to get some sleep. You want to make sure that these things are in line so that the you that's responding is the best you, not a physically exhausted and depleted you. And now another important thing is to allow time to heal. This is not easy. I've worked with people that it's taken them years to work through their trauma bond. That's completely okay and it's completely normal. So if you're in that space and you feel like this is going to take a really long time, let it take a really long time. Let yourself have the time that you need to truly heal because then you'll be able to put together what healthy love looks like. But you can't do that while you're in this relationship. And so giving yourself time, giving yourself that validation, working with somebody that understands this and beginning to create that space is really going to help. And that is a lot of the work that I do too, is helping people break trauma bonds and helping them see what's happening and begin to leave. A trauma bond feels like love when you're in it. So it could literally feel like you are leaving something that is love and that it's your fault, but that is not it. That's what it feels like. And so when you read about and you listen to what other people describe a trauma bond, you'll begin to see that, that a trauma bond feels like love, but it is not. And you deserve to be able to be in a place and in a relationship that feels like love. I hope that this was helpful. In the show notes below, I'm going to post my other trauma bond episodes. If you need support, please reach out to me at Emotional Abuse Coach on Instagram. You can look up my courses and my work at emotionalabusecoach.com. And please protect yourself. If you need support, just reach out. <laughs>